Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I'm Stephen Vargas. And I'm still Adam Riley. <laughs> Nobody's changed him yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So might as well just jump right into it. Let's let's stop doing that little foreplay and just get right into the yeah. dirty deed. Right. Um, finally saw fucking Frozen. Um, yeah. Adam's been on my dick about like, dude, you see it yet? Did you, I don't see know about all that, but... Did you see it yet? Did you see it yet? The like, movie's dope. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It was like uh, it, one thing I didn't realize: Kristen Bell, fucking Veronica Mars, sings really well. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I didn't realize she could like belt out a tune like that. But um, yeah, it was. It was. Re- it was good. And spoilers if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it by now, it's already grossed what one billion dollars. Has the entire world seen it? I think, and even some of Pluto. Um, straight up yeah some of that new planet they just found oh right yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can hear them in the distance guy let it go <laughs> i hear that i hear nasa's gonna send out a probe with just frozen on it yeah <laughs> you know how it's gonna watch it you know how in, in uh, voyager one they sent out that record for like yeah you know the this is from mankind it's just a soundtrack to frozen <laughs> <laughs> the images on the on the images embedded on the probe is fucking uh the oh I can't I forget their names but the two chicks right on there Elsa and the other chick Yeah Elsa with her after she let her hair down <laughs> if you, I have no shame in my game telling you that chick is hot <laughs> I don't care if it's a cartoon like she looked whatever like she looked like a little like a little stuck up queen right. and then all of a sudden she dropped that hair and I was like okay yeah. what, I, what are we doing now they had that like perfect porcelain doll head you know like kind of oversized the doughy eyes and like the, the you know the high cheekbones and yeah you know she's up there and then she's singing she's singing and then the minute yeah suddenly it was like her whole demeanor changed like when she pulled let her she hair started down, walking with her, that sass that a little stride. bit yeah, yeah also yeah. I mean I, <laughs> I was watching this with my brother my brother and I both went oh, damn <laughs> Like suddenly it like suddenly changed like you expected some like pizza delivery guy to come up and then suddenly it turned into a totally different movie 
Here to deliver your pizza. <laughs> I got some sausage. <laughs> um, but uh, what you said about the end, like you had, you made a comment that you didn't, you didn't tell me anything about it. You're like how it changed directions at the end. Um, yeah, I, I dug it. I dug that. Yeah, you know, you didn't expect it. You're like, yeah, what you, the fu- you, you oh, totally, shit. you totally went for what Disney's normally known for doing. You know, the whole true love like kind of aspect, and then all of a sudden they changed it to like, no, it's still, it's still, no, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. The thing, the thing that I like about it is they did that shit on purpose. Like they almost pointed, poked fun at themselves. Yeah. Like they're like, we're gonna do the normal. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like what, like, 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 like these motherfuckers, almost like looking at you, like going, ah, you thought that, right? <laughs> that Christian Bell, by the way, is hilarious in that movie. Oh, like dude. just the little things that she says, like the throwaway lines. Oh yeah. Like when she jumps off the, she jumps off that little wall that she was on, and then she goes, "Catch me!" And he catches her, and she's like, "I have some kind of crazy trust exercise." <laughs> yeah. It's like what? <laughs> when she's in there and she's like, "Yeah, the person." Wait, what? You know, she did a lot mm-hmm. of the like, "Wait, what?" It, yeah, she was like, she was completely like, she was completely hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean that just that whole thing, and then <laughs> the reindeer. I like the reindeer, but I like what I liked was his um, the dude with him and the reindeer. Like the way, if if you have pets, and if you ever had a pet. When he did the interaction with him and the reindeer, you, if you have pets, you know that you've done that yourself, where you're talking in that in the voice that you expect them to have back at you, and you're just having a cold thing by yourself. You know, it's all being crazy, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> it's having a physical manifestation of talking to yourself in your head. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I I totally dug that. I thought that was really that was um, actually a really really good movie. Um, and, I, and just just so everybody knows, I bought it without even seeing it because I know it's a Disney movie. So I figured, fuck it, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna like it, I'm gonna buy it anyway. So I might as well just, you know, cut out the middle and just buy it and then watch it. Not to mention the entire planet <laughs> was saying it was a good movie. Like I, um, this will come out today. This will come out on Monday. So uh, I read, I just wrote the article about it is the highest grossing animated movie of all time. It has beat out. Toy Story three, yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty impressive, and it's one of the ten highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you, that's the thing, though. You can't see. This is the, what I like about it is the fact that Disney has relied so much on Pixar. Like they have, yeah. they used to do a lot of just their regular movies, like Beauty and the like. When they started doing the musicals, I started to think, you know, the the musical numbers. I started thinking about like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and um, Mulan, and all of those. Yeah, it ones. didn't have it didn't have the Pixar feel to it. Yeah, and and you had the musical numbers, and you had that, and I was like going, well, this is kind of cool. It's kind of nostalgic in that way, and I think that's cool because the people that grew up watching those movies are now parents themselves, so they kind of were like, all right. Yeah, we grew up with this. Let's go ahead and watch it. And then the kids just completely, you know, completely uh, taken in with it. It was a dude. It was a dude at my job complaining about for the like. Disney wants to. Disney needs to get away from the whole girls in pretty dresses bullshit. And I'm like, what's what's wrong with a woman wearing a pretty dress? I, I'm I'm not. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're supposed to be wearing lumberjack shirts and fucking <laughs> jeans all day. It's supposed to look like the you know they're supposed to look like bow dykes now. Is that what we're going for? I guess. Mm. 
All I know is movie was fucking dope. Um, <clears throat> that dude in the movie was a straight dick. <laughs> Like his little turn, I went, "What the fuck?" I, I like my brother had pegged it, and I kind of thought it too. Was he's like, "Okay, so the prince is going to end up falling off for the ice queen, and then you know she's going to go with that." It's kind of what you figured was going to happen in the beginning, you know. And then all of a sudden, he did that complete fucking one eighty, and, like, and he did it so cold too. Like yeah. he was like, "I guess someone will have to will have to find someone who loves you." I was yeah. like, did, did, "What? What?" Yeah, even though like I, you know, you're sitting there as a dude, and you're like. Oh, that's fucking cold, dude. I was like, damn, you got to do her like that. Like, you could at least give her a text message or something. You have to. You <laughs> Why'd you just stab the bitch while you were at it, man? <laughs> while she was dying, too. I, was I know. Like, God, damn. <laughs> this, this fucking dumbass snowman. That's the one I didn't really. I'm not really for the snowman. Like, he was okay. Yeah. But he was more annoying than anything else. He was more for the kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we can get this punk ass snowman off here. I did like that summertime song, though, and the dude's like, I'm going to tell him. Yeah. I'm a t- <laughs> I, know. I know I dug that one where he's thinking about the summertime yeah that is like I'm gonna tell him don't you dare it's so funny <laughs> I know and I saw that I was like uh, <laughs> cause that was like that was I, I actually thought of you like when he said that I'm like oh yeah that'd be Adam <laughs> like, I'm gonna tell, tell him, him. <laughs> and it's then like, I would be the I would be the one like don't you dare dude <laughs> give, give him his give him his hope <laughs> I'm gonna tell this motherfucker <laughs> don't take his hope away <laughs> But then he got all serious. He's like, someone's got to tell him. <laughs> Dude, you know what? And and I've been talking about this movie a little bit at work and shit. And there's always a, there's that one or two cats that want to be like, oh, you all about a kid's movie. Man, fuck that. Disney movies are for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. movies like Aladdin and fucking... I can oh, still yeah. throw those movies on. Oh, fuck. You know, it's it's not... If, you, if you're one of those people that, oh, that's only for kids, you're missing out. You're missing out on a lot of shit. My favorite Disney movie of all time is still The Jungle Book and Aladdin right after that. Aladdin was that movie, dude. Dude, Aladdin was awesome. I love Aladdin. Uh, but yeah, I mean... It also had the dopest video game for Super Nintendo. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, I also saw uh, Muppets Most Wanted this week. Uh, saw it at the, at the uh, El Capitan... Um, yeah, it was actually pretty cool because, and I know I've I've said this before on other ones, but in case you 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 haven't come out to LA or you you plan to come out to LA, you should take in a Disney movie at the at the El Capitan. It's owned by Disney and it's got the Ghirardelli Disney ice cream place right next to it. Um, but uh, they do live shows um, before the, before the actual movie. So the live show today was, uh, or this for the Muppets was Miss Piggy and fucking Kermit. And, uh, <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. Cause like they're there performing and, you know, and I'm singing some songs, getting the crowd all kind of hyped up and then, and then into the movie. Um, the, the first one I think was, was obviously, um, so much better. I think in the problem was, is that, you have a movie that had hadn't been around so long, and they touched on those emotional heartstrings because of like remember, remember, remember. This is why it still works. Um, the second one was definitely more of a caper, but they had fucking dude. They had fucking cameos galore. Like that's what the Muppet movies are always about, though. They have a oh, bunch yeah. of cameos. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, in case you don't want to hear any of these cameos, but like um, Christoph Waltz, you had um, Selma Hayek. Fucking Loki, um, uh, and he was in it quick. Um, 
Danny Trejo, Ray Liotta. It was funny, too, because um, Danny Trejo is supposed to be in this Russian gulag with Ray Liotta and a bunch of other people. And Tina Fey plays the, um, the uh, whatever, the gulag superintendent or whatever. And mm-hmm. she's telling Kermit that, you know, you're stuck here with all of us. And she goes, good night, frog. And as she's walking out, she's saying, good night, Ivan. Good night, uh, you know, she's saying good night to all the other prisoners. And in the distance, as she's getting further away, you hear her go, good night, Danny Trejo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I started, like, everybody just started busting up because it's like, they didn't even make a name for him. They're just like, it's you, dude. <laughs> we know it's you. <laughs> I'm not even going to make a name for you. Um, but it was cool. I mean, it was funny, and uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. It was a great time. And, you know, the um, Celine Dion had a duet with Miss Piggy. Um, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. But yeah, if you guys ever if any of you ever, you know, make a trip out to LA, definitely pick up some tickets and do that VIP package. Assign seats, free popcorn and drinks. Dude, they they have that thing down to a mesh. That thing is a fine working machine. Like they get the VIPs in first. You know, they can like go, okay, go take a left and they get you your popcorn. So we're like, okay, so we turn and go left. They have people right there handing you these little plastic containers with popcorn already in it. Bottled fucking drinks off to the side. Just grab the one you want and just go. It was like was if like, you got that if you got that Steve money. <laughs> Go ahead and get <laughs> VIP. Or you could be like me and just sneak in that bitch and sit in the back. Dude, it's Disney, dude. You ain't sneaking in for shit. Oh, that's real talk. <laughs> yeah, fucking... No one will ever hear of you again. Exactly. You thought the mob was rough? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Disney isn't, isn't the house of the ears for nothing, dude. They hear everything. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck the NSA, dude. <laughs> Disney's listening got, to you right now. Their, who do you think the NSA got that shit from? <laughs> Disney. That's real talk. Uh, Disney's frightening. Yeah. Frightening. Anyway, so <clears throat> my kid's computer is a real fucking bitch, dude. Like, <laughs> I like the perfect segue. It's, it's my kid's computer. They don't need to be a segue. <laughs> like, all right. So I have one computer in my house that runs Windows. That's my kid's computer. Main reason being is because I, I'm using a Wi-Fi adapter that I had, and there are absolutely no fucking drivers for it, for Linux. So it doesn't work. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I put Windows 8 on it. They like the little – I th- well, they say they like the apps, but they never download any. Um, so <laughs> this computer, every fucking day – and I built this computer, so the hardware is fine. This was the computer I built before the one I'm using now. Mm-hmm. And um, the the internet goes out constantly. I have to go tell it to, you know, detect and repair the damn internet thing. Um, it got a virus when all the kids do or is like nothing. They don't even go on the <laughs> They just play games on it. Um, it's... What else happened to it? The keyboard suddenly stopped working to the point that I had to restart the computer. It, like, was typing. It wouldn't type half the keyboard. I was like, what the fuck? It freezes a lot. Like, it's just all fucked up. I'll refresh it, and then it will work fine for, like, a for like a week, and then it'll fuck up again. So I'm like, I'll tell my wife. I'm going to put that Linux on it. I'm tired of this bullshit. And she's like, no, no, no. So the only reason I can is because of her. 
basically. Dude, I ran a bootleg OS on my computer, and I never had as many problems as you. That's what I'm saying. And, and you know what? I've run Windows on my computer, too, and there's never been any problems on it. But it's just it, – it's more – it's more of a pain in the ass for me because it's the only computer that has Windows on it. So not only I know how to work on Windows, I know how to fix it, but I'm not used to it anymore. So I, I'll, I'll have to go in there and I'm like, oh, wait, uh, wait, or I'm clicking in the wrong spot because I'm thinking of how I have it on my computer and shit. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm just so sick of this fucking computer. Like, and my kids don't even care. They don't care what operate. They just want to play. What are they playing? They want to play Minecraft and they want to play uh, the Lego game from the Lego movie game. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all they ever want to play. Just, ugh. Well, you got to tell you got to take his stuff down on that porn. That's where they get the viruses from. <laughs> you know what? I don't judge, though. You got to let them experiment, you know? Daddy, I'm just kidding. Daddy, what are scissors? <laughs> <laughs> They're magical. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> one of the one of the one of the major things too is Netflix isn't supported on uh, um, Linux because Netflix uses Silverlight. Oh, uh, what? Oh, I thought they were. I thought they had. Oh, that was beta or alpha, wasn't it? No, this is the funny thing. Okay, Linux doesn't. I can get Netflix to look. <laughs> let's let's be perfectly clear. I can get Netflix to run on Linux. Like it's not a it's not a big deal. It's just that it, you have to do a lot of tricky shit. Um, but for Google, the Chromebooks, Netflix works. Chrome OS. By the way, Chrome OS is Linux, right? <laughs> so it's funny to me. It's just Netflix has decided to not allow it, and the only thing that blocks it is one Silverlight. There is no Silverlight for Linux. It just isn't. Except unless you have Chrome OS, I guess. Um, so you have to install what's called Pipelight, which is like an open source... Silverlight? Kind of a hack of it, mm-hmm. you know? And it has to run through Wine, which is the Windows like emulator. And it installs... It's this whole package, and it installs um, yeah, it is. The Windows version. <laughs> it, it installs it onto your shit, and then you you have to get this fucking extension for like Chrome or or Firefox, where it changes your your like ID tag. Mm-hmm. So so right now, if I go to Netflix.com, it will pull up everything. As soon as I try to play something, we don't support your operating system. I change the tag. To say, floor, it's perfectly fine, hmm. and it runs. It's it's just it's dumb bullshit. It's Microsoft. That's what it is. Netflix and Microsoft are in, in fucking collaboration to fuck me over all the time. Yes, because that's what they do. They sit in their in their elaborate offices working on ways to fuck you over. I'm happy that you now see the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hulu works fine. <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time we jump into some news. <laughs> All right. So in movie in actually more in TV news, uh last week we brought you a story about the about the Adult Swim Network's return of The Boondocks, but without series creator Aaron Gruber. 
McRuder. Uh, while Sony uh, um, originally announced the new season, which premieres on April 21st, McGruder was quite, was kind of quiet about it. However, on Thursday, he uh, the outspoken critic has taken to his Facebook page to express his thoughts on the new, on the series um, that will be entering its fourth and final season this year. Quote. As the world now knows, the Boondocks will be returning for a fourth season, but I will not be returning with it, Magruder wrote on his Facebook page. I'd like to extend my gratitude to Sony and Adult Swim for three great seasons. I created the Boondocks two decades ago in college, um, in college, did the daily comic for six years, and was showrunner for the animated series for the first three seasons. The Boondocks pretty much represents my life's work to this point. Huey, Riley, and Granddad are not just property to me. They are my fictional blood relatives. Nothing is more painful than to leave them behind. To quote a, gr- a great white man, Hollywood is a business. And to quote another great white man, don't hold grudges. <laughs> what has never been lost to me is the enormous responsibility that came with the boondocks, particularly the television show and its relatively young audience. It was important to offend, but equally important to offend for the right reasons. For three seasons, I personally navigated this show through the minefields of controversy. It was not perfect, and it definitely was not quick, but it was always done with the keen sense of duty, history, culture, and love. Anything less would have been simply unacceptable as for me i'm putting i'm finally putting a life of controversy and troublemaking behind me with my upcoming adult swim show black jesus am (laughs) 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 um I think it'll be hard to watch the series without the vocal voice behind it. My chief concern is whether it'll lose its edge or turn into a cartoon that'd simply be used for shock, to shock people, much like Community when Dan Harmon was fired. The show never really felt the same. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, dude, I, I was like, at first, it's like, I guess I didn't get the boondocks at first, like the first couple of episodes. But once I just, I started really giving it a go, I, it just fucking hilarious yeah it's a good show but I I thought Magruder actually especially when he was out of like against BET and all those shows I just was like wow he, he he's not doing it just for the sake of you know like I, for lack of a better term, brotherhood, you know, it's like, oh, no, these are bad. These are bad. Sh- these are bad things for the black community. You know, w- w- nobody should be supporting these. So it was kind of interesting to see. It's kind of interesting to see what's going to, um, um, you know, come of it. Well, I think anyone with some sense knows that BET is one of the worst things that ever happened to <laughs> current, you know, modern black black uh, culture. Like, it's just nothing but one big stereotype from midnight to noon. Right. It's it's ridiculous. Which is funny, because, you know, as I say, just keeping it real. And it's just like, you, you don't have to. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, it's, it's okay not to keep it real. Well, the problem is the problem with keeping it real is that many people don't understand what keeping it real means. Yeah. If, if, if to like truly YOLO. keep, yeah, to truly keep it real is to be yourself, yeah. not to act like everybody else in a fucking music video. Yeah, that's keeping it fake. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to get into this. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to even talk about this anyway. I forget the social rules. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'll be for our, that'll be for our comic book podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So when I woke up this morning, well, the morning that I wrote this, I was bombarded by only one thing when I turned on my computer: the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. Obviously, I was excited to see it since I have always been a big Turtles fan, but also see how bad it might be. Also, to see how bad it might be. To be honest, I was surprised how much I didn't hate it. Notice how I didn't say liked it. I just said didn't hate it. Um, Yes, it looks like a Michael Bay movie through and through with action being the main player. Of course, for a film about ninjas. graphics. Yeah. Um, Of course, with a film about ninjas, it kind of makes sense that way. The the trailer is narrated by the Turtles' main villain, Shredder, played by William um, Fitchner, right? Yeah. Um, From start to finish with very little talking from any other character. I found this most funny when it came to Megan Fox, who plays reporter April O'Neil in the film. Since she had quite a bit of FaceTime, which (laughs) she always does. Right. But said absolutely nothing the entire trailer. Just the way it should be. Exactly. (laughs) Well, it made sense for her not to talk over the narration. It made her character seem a bit vapid. Oh, like the actress. (laughs) Um, The turtles themselves, I'm happy to say, look better than how they looked when we reported on their toys being shown off. The animation is as good as you would expect from a big budget film, and the the lips seem to sync well for for the little that was actually said from an actual turtle. Uh, Michelangelo was the only one to speak. Uh, of course, be. of course, yeah. <laughs> um, the the biggest difference with these versions of the character characters, however, is their size. The turtles have always been on the shorter side, being no bigger than the average teenager. Um, These turtles tower over O'Neill, standing at least six and a half feet to seven feet tall. Uh, While this usually wouldn't be a problem, they're, they're supposed to be ninjas that don't make much noise when approaching an enemy. It's going to be interesting watching these giants sneak up on anyone. At the end, it's LeBron James as a ninja, you know. Pretty much. (laughs) At the end of the day, the trailer was pretty good. Sure, there are changes from the original, just like there were changes from the comic to the first animated series. It doesn't look like they are dragging the franchise through the mud, however, despite what some say to the contrary. My original opinion is still the same and firmly planted sometime after I see the film. Um, So the first thing I want to say, and this is really important here, a lot of people, and by a lot of people I mean most people, are (laughs) complaining that they've changed They've completely changed the origin from the cartoon. Now, keep in mind that most people that are complaining about the source material are not talking about the comic book. A lot of people don't even know there was a comic book. Yeah. They're talking about the 1980s, 10-season animated series run. That's fine. We'll go off that because pretty much everything is going off that. Nothing goes off the comic book, um, even though that's the source. So in the trailer – the origin is pretty, pretty firmly laid out. Like, I kind of like that. They were like, look, this is what we're going off of. Now you know. Right. So there's no fucking argument about it. So basically, Shredder and uh, I forget his name because I suck. Um, Master Splinter. Mm-hmm. 
were you know at odds or whatever but they were trying to they were trying to create heroes so so the whole the whole basis of this thing and the mutagen is there the ooze i, I forget what they call it i don't think they call it ooze or no. whatever but of course they don't because that's fucking stupid it's that's a cartoon name yeah you know what i mean so mutagen would be cool though if they kept that but um these two were actually partners in the past which kind of follows to the same thing they were kind of rivals in the comic book but still um so they're trying to create these heroes that's that's what they want to do um and they obviously do um but for some reason and it's not explained in there that shredder is now the bad guy so i don't we don't know why um shredder is also played by a middle-aged white man so we'll have to figure out how that works too um okay so the main thing that people are complaining well you know there's no middle-aged asian people to play shredder I guess not. Yeah. Um, the the main thing that people are saying is not the specifics of that, but that Shredder had a hand in creating the turtles. Now, I firmly remember that he had a hand in creating the turtles in the cartoon as well, because when Splinter was a human still, he lived in the sewer because he was exiled to New York City at Turtles, which he named after his famous Renaissance painters. And um, Splinter came to New York City to kill him and dumped Ooze into the sewer to kill him. But instead of killing him, it mutated them. Mutated Splinter into the last thing he touched, which was rats, because he's fucking nasty and he lives in the sewer. And mutated the Turtles into something more human-like, because the last thing they touched was Splinter. So, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Splinter has always had a hand in creating the turtles. I don't know how the new cartoons are. And I can't remember what the comic Honestly, I never read the comic book. I'm having it sent to me, though. Um, but it's funny. It, it brings up a, a firm point. I got I to gotta wrap this up because I'm, I'm going on too much. It brings up a firm point of people complain about things without actually knowing anything. So they have a... This is America, dude. That's how exactly. we do it. So they have this preconception of how the turtles came to be. The Splinter had a firm hand in creating creating his his nemesis, basically his nemeses, basically. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, your biggest bane in life is something you created. It's fucking karma. That's all yeah. it is. It's a representation of karma. So um, karma people are dumb. Yeah, people are dumb, basically, is what I'm trying to say. But... <laughs> For, for the trailer that I saw, I thought it was dope. I thought there was little funny things in there. You saw, um, you know, you saw that they were having fun while they were fighting, especially when they were going down the uh, the mountain. They were sliding down the mountain. You hear, I think it was Mike, Mikey that goes batter up and then throws his brother at the thing. You know, so that silly shit's still there. Um, and that needs to be there because they're teenagers. But um, so you can tell that it's not going to be overly serious. Although, uh, I don't know what you do, but when Leo, when, when Leo hit that fucking rooftop, that motherfucker looked. He was like, he wasn't fucking around. <laughs> but what did you think about the trailer? I didn't watch it. No, I just can't. Um, don't, don't be a dick. <laughs> no, um, no, I saw. I, I, um, I have to say that I was a little. I, I, kind of like you. I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't like overly impressed. Um, it was. Uh, it was interesting to to watch and see kind of see what all of this is kind of leading up to. Yeah, I um I liked how they they had um 
But the thing, yeah, like Megan Fox and like a lot of FaceTime, but no actual dialogue. Same thing with um, Will Arnett, because mm. he was in there a couple of shots with with her, and said nothing. Um, and obviously, it was focusing more on. It, you could tell it was more of an origin setup than anything else because yeah, yeah they were talking. You know, they had um, they had Shredder. Um, talking basically about why they created the turtles or why the turtles were created and then then just all the stuff going on and then the turtles actually doing that so it was it was interesting in that aspect of being able to like see them and yeah when i saw them you know yeah like batter up and then going down the sled and doing all that stuff and then the way they were the way they were in the subway that that whole scene was uh, yeah. was kind of cool and was kind of reminiscent of the of the the original movie that they did in the uh, like eighty nine or ninety, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, like like you, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna still reserve reserve judgment. My precon my not preconceived notions, but my um, my dislike for Bay is Shadow because of the fact that even though I don't like him as a director per se, I think um, and and the fact that more people put, talk shit about. J.J. Abrams lens flares and they don't say shit about Michael Bay and all the shit that he does in these movies. It's like we're going to make the Transformers look nothing like the Transformers that you guys know. Uh, but that's aside for the point. That's a side fact. Uh, I, I'm interested to see how this works out and how it plays out. So um, yeah, you know, it's like I'm I'm not like hyped to see it, but it's going to be like yeah, I'll check it out. Like more on the visual too, like from what I've seen, and and the for the little time that he got the the turtle that gets the most time in the is Mikey, yeah, Michelangelo. I call them by their nicknames because believe me, I was on this shit when I was a kid. Like I, I, Mikey was always my favorite. Yeah, well, Mikey was my actually Leo was my favorite. No, Donatello. Donatello's always because that motherfucker was always solving that shit, dude. <laughs> I like, he, I like these, these other three motherfuckers didn't do shit. <laughs> I like Mikey because he had my personality. <laughs> he's just he's just a silly as fuck. <laughs> Damn, I'm coughing like a bitch today. Yeah, no. Um, fucking stop being a bitch. I know. So you got two things with Mikey. You heard him. He just sounds like a person. It really. You can't really be too for or against how he sounded. Um, what does he say? He says, "Hold on, hold on. It's just a mask. Yeah. Being a dumbass, yeah. thinking that the the mask was freaking around." I like see, just a mask. But, yeah, but the more the more important thing is you got the close up. So, I think the nose area just looked a little funny to me. The nose area is a little weird, but yeah. the 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 rest of it, I personally think, although it does look very different, it looks like this creature could possibly exist more so than previous incarnations of of the turtles. Yeah. Um. And 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 obviously in 2014, that's what everybody's going for. Is everything looks real? Right. Um. We only saw it for a split second, so who knows how it's going to look in full movement. But from what I saw, it looked like things that could really be there, (laughs) you know? You know what surprises me even more? That we're spending so much time talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. This doesn't surprise me at all. To be honest, I I thought we were going to do a separate uh, Separate podcast podcast just for that. Because this is this important. (laughs) Because I remember when the Transformers were coming out, you wouldn't shut up. 
because when you were when you were young, you were all about them fucking transformers. Fuck yeah, that's all you talked about. So now, when I was young, I had the turtle power, baby. That's all I was yeah, about. Yeah, but nobody gives a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody gives a fuck. <laughs> no, it's it. No, because I I I didn't catch. I came in. The, I didn't come into the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until the movies. And um, that's when I first got exposed to them and then, um, you know, f- saw some of the cartoon. But, you know, the, yeah, you know, and the way the turtles look now is they definitely look more real, I guess, as they could be. Um, like, I'm not saying they actually look real. I'm just saying in no, 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 comparison I'm, I'm, to how they've looked. No, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're as real as could be as out without looking like a real fucking turtle. Um because that would be creepy as fuck. <laughs> that would be. Just a giant Galapagos <laughs> Island turtle. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> With the hands. And you're like, how do they even hold, like, the size of those things? Um, but, uh, but you know, like, in the original movie, it's like they were based off the cartoon turtles. You know, yep. so they look like a mirror image of the cartoon turtles. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. And who knows? You know, maybe Bay will have a good hit on his hands without him actually directing it. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, time to move on into some gaming news. But a few more things about the turtles. Gaming has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Uh, Many games that are based on movies haven't changed in the minds of gamers. They all suck. However, when Disney made a deal with EA to farm out any Star Wars title games to that company, the hopes of gamers getting a cool Star Wars game is in their midst. In an interview with Fortune's EA CEO – wow, that's a – acronym (laughs) ea ceo andrew wilson not only reinforced the idea that none of the games they develop will be based on any of the films new or old but that they want to give it the same treatment that rocksteady did for warner brothers with their arkham series i know many of your eyes lit up like mine at the thought of having a game that is that deep in the lore and original all that kept running through my mind was Shadows of the Empire game for the N64. Yeah, it was based off a popular book, but the best non-trilogy related game we ever had. Quote, 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 Steen. What Warner Brothers did with Batman was take the core roots of that IP and manifest that inside the walls of Gotham City and delivered an interactive experience that had real ties to what you would see in the films and what you had read in the comics, while having its own life because it could provide such deep and more immersive storylines, Wilson said. When we look at the Star Wars properties, that's how we are looking at them. We're not trying to build a game that replicates the storyline of a of any particular film. Now, keep in mind, he did say that they will not replicate any particular film, but it could be based somewhere in the expanded universe. We already know that Battlefront, uh, the Battlefront reboot is coming after the teaser trailer was released last year at E3 Expo. So I'm looking forward to see what they have in mind. Dude, that would be fucking sicker than shit. I agree. I mean... and I mean, yeah, LucasArts did some, you know, had some Star Wars games, but nothing ever really seemed to be like if they could give that Arkham treatment to a Star Wars video game, like, oh man, 
I think they should give the Arkham treatment to a lot of fucking video games. That, <laughs> Sonic I, I the Hedgehog? Honestly, right? I, I honestly think the Arkham series is one of the greatest fucking series I've ever played. Like, just mechanically and story-wise. story Because they, they focused on that story. Because it's always... A lot of games, it's, it's you get one or the other. You either get great mechanics or you get a great story. You can't yeah. get both. Yeah. And then you get... Every once in a while, you get that gem of a game that just gets it fucking right. Ugh, like, ugh. <laughs> should fucking chill. I know. Arkham City was is still one of my favorite games. Oh yeah. All right. So this one's a little long, so I'm just gonna read it. So I'll be fucking around too much. Um, Steve. Anyway. The first expansion to Diablo 3... Shut up, dick. I knew you were waiting for it, too. The first expansion to Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls, has been released today to a lot of Diablo 3 fans hungry for more content to tear through. There is quite a lot coming with this expansion that not only adds content, but also gives players a variety of different ways to play the game. First, for the simple stuff, Reaper of Souls tells the story of Math... Math... Mathiel. That's how it's spelled? Math... Math... Mathiel? M-A-L-T-H-A-E-L. And I've heard this name said 1,500 times, but I can't remember how it's said. The Angel... The Angel of Death. Um, stealing Stealing the Black Soul Stone that has imprisoned the primevals within. Your quest is to get it back since, you know, it would be kind of bad if they were let out, like every other fucking game. Um... The Crusader class has been added for those that may have played through all of the other classes and want a fresh start. Crusader is a heavy armor wearer who is said to do a lot of damage as well. However, the original class the original classes weren't forgotten and will feature new abilities to play play with on their way to Mathiel. Mathiel. The Angel of Death. <laughs> Um, that's the normal stuff you should you you would expect in an expansion to a game like this, but there are three other ads that really take the game to another level or bring it back to the level the series used to shine in, depending on how you look at it. These are adventure mode bounties and Nephlehem rifts. I know how to say Nephlehem though. Um, <laughs> Adventure mode turns the campaign into a non-linear sandbox, allowing you to go anywhere at any time. In this mode, you'll earn blood shards, which you can turn in for mysterious artifacts. Basically, it it turns the campaign into a much freer or much friendlier place for those that have already played through it and just want to get more loot. So, like, if a particular boss drops a particular thing, and before you had to play through that entire act again to get to it, now you can just go right to them. You don't have to be fucking around. Um, speaking, you have to beat the game first, though. Speaking <laughs> of, you can't be a dick. Right. Speaking of Damn. loot, <laughs> speaking of loot, Nephilim Rifts are randomized dungeons akin to the original Diablo. The never-ending and always different dungeons um, feature plenty of loot to gain as well as remixed um, enemies that will test you a bit more than usual. So basically, Nephilim Rifts, because I wrote this before it came, before the expansion came out, it isn't never-ending, it seems that way, um, but it's like it, they pull enemies from every part of the fucking game. Like, there's no theme. And then there's, it's it's crazy. And then eventually, you get to a boss in it, and when you kill the boss, the drops are sick. Like, you, you're almost guaranteed to get at least one legendary item. You know, it's 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 really good shit. And it's fun, too, because it's always different. The, the dungeon's always different. Um, last but not least is the bounty system, which reminds me of a very rewarding dailies uh, system. Dailies, as in, like, World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Randomized 
specialized quests that will have you completing events, finish dungeons, kill a specific target, and a lot more will be a nice addition to the game. Of course, rewards are plenty to those that finish these quests in the form of golden loot. You'll also find rift keystones that will gain you entrance to an entirely new realm to explore. By the way, that entirely new realm is a Nephilim rift. I didn't know that. Now I know it. Because, <laughs> like I said, the expansion didn't come out. Um, Diablo 3 admittedly was off to a rocky start when it first was released, but Blizzard has really improved the game since then. If you are an avid Diablo 3 player, never played, or left the game a while back, now is the time to check it out again. Um, it's this sick. It's sick as shit. The, the storyline's dope. Um, all the little additions they added to it. Pff, I'm having nothing but fun. It's been the only game that I've been playing right now. Like, super dope. I've been trying to get Steve to play Diablo for so fucking long. And he's always a little bitch about it. Yeah, whatever. When are you, you going to play that Diablo, Steve? Um, I'll check my schedule. You fucking better make some make some space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, heading. Let's uh, move right along into comic book news. Uh, when we launched the podcast for the Lazy Geeks, as well as the site, one of the things we talked about was the first volume of Superman Earth One. You met three years ago, dude. That's what we talked about. One of the things we talked about. Uh-huh. Uh, these these were hardcover original graphic novels that were set out of the main cont- um, continuity. This predated the launch of the new 52, uh, which is now the old 52. Uh, before this weekend's Emerald City Comic Con, DC Comics has announced the next Earth One graphic novel for 2014. For all of you Teen Titans fans, you will get a Teen Titans Earth One in November. However, those of you that are waiting for the long, gestating Wonder Woman Earth One graphic novel by Grant Morrison will have to wait even longer. Quote, the only one Earth, the only one Earth One book you'll see in 2014 will be Teen Titans. DC Comics co-publisher Dan Didio told CBR, we are trying to put these books out almost to one a quarter but we're set to go with Teen Titans book first as we watch the other books develop we'll be able to put them on the schedule well, according to DC Comics we will see a third volume of Superman Earth 1 will be coming out in 2015 J. Michael Straczynski and artist Arden Safe, who is the new artist for the series and after that we will get a second installment of Batman Earth 1 from Jeff Johns and Gary Frank Quote, I think it's very important to the Earth One line to DC because it allows us to tell stories with primary characters at a different style and pace than we normally do in the periodicals, Didio said. We, when you're reading books in 20-page increments or a little bit more than that, it's certain style of storytelling, a certain expectation per issue. But when you're telling a full, complete story, you have the chance to really roll it out and really build to major crescendos and take your time to develop bits and pieces of the characters in a way that really is much more expansive than uh, allowed in the regular periodicals. However, the release of the new 52s, there's some concerns that it will cause confusion Uh, caused some confusion with people between the two universes. Dan uh, Didio isn't so concerned. Not really, um, Didio began. These 
two very particular stories that are being told at different paces. Both of them play on a lot of the same concepts and sensibilities that people recognize with other characters. I think they truly stand on their own and they're told in their own style. What's good about Earth One books in particular is that we have a very strong, unique creators on each one that brings their voice to the characters that makes uh, them feel different from what's going on in the main 52 storyline. To me, knowing how the DC Comics universe works, it makes sense. We all know about the multi, multiple universes within DC Comics universe. However, when people that don't know how um, that much about about it may be confused for a second, although there is Wikipedia that will help set everyone conf- anyone confused on the right track. I've been a fan of the Earth One titles and can't wait for them to keep going. Um, I don't know if you ever read Batman Earth One. I have. I have it. It's up on my shelf. Yeah. I totally dig that one. I like how they... (laughs) I wasn't sure. I Um, own that bitch. (laughs) uh, I liked it because they dealt with uh, Cobblepot. Um, and I thought that that was always a good good way yeah. to start out the series. But I really liked the way it ended, like the last splash page, which was um, bringing in the Riddler. I think that's going to be kind of cool. The, I And I, I completely agree with you. I think Cofflepot is a character that is underused a lot because he runs the underground yeah. in, in, in Arca. It, there's not a deal going on that he don't know about. And I think to, to not have him in more storylines, it, it sucks. I, I would love to see him. I mean, I know why they don't use him because he's, he's not a fighter. You know, he's not doing – I mean, the the – the old version of Cobblepot of with the fucking weapons on the sh- on the <laughs> umbrellas and shit that days are over. But I mean, the, robo- he's, the robotic penguins from Batman yeah. Returns. <laughs> I like how they used him in the Arkham series. Yeah, you know, like he was handling his business. Like I think I th- I, w- I would love to see him in more books. Yeah, I really yeah I really dug the the concept of him and and not just going after Batman but Bruce Wayne. Like you know mm-hmm. he was he was like sticking it to him and I, I really you kind of saw him because like, he he has he has separate feuds with Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. And and just the the way he went about like going after them and just like, uh, it, it just it wasn't. You really kind of you saw the 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 penguin um, perspective completely different. It kind of re rewrote what we kind of knew of him. And then of course in the Arkham City games, the way he's playing in there, they're slowly recreating the penguin. You know, instead of the, you know, uh, <laughs> but um, I, I did think it was awesome for them to start out with Cobblepot because of the fact that there was the separate feud um, between both of them that made it to see where Bruce Wayne had a balance between taking him on as Wayne and taking him on as Batman. Um, and then bringing the Riddler in in the second book, which obviously, but the way they ended the book obviously was going that way, was cool because of the fact that I, it's it's going to show Batman as more of a detective. Yeah. And I, and I think that's Which is always where he shines. Oh, yeah. He, B- Batman, I mean, Batman is definitely a, a fighter, but he's not a brawler. That's right. not all he does. Right. You know, the main thing he does is that detective shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers. That's right. Have I read Earth One this motherfucker? I wasn't sure. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so this article comes from Comic Vine because I happen to not write a comic book story this week. Um, <clears throat> what a shock, you know. Let me let me get a little let me get a little water on this. Wow. Let me be loud as fuck about yeah, it too. <laughs> oh shit. So 
Gotta Miguel stop o- sucking on them dicks. Hey, hey, real, real talk though. <laughs> this name, Contra- Miguel O'Hara. That's that's a 21st century name right there. <laughs> that's a contradiction in terms. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a 21st century name. Like Miguel O'Hara, I like it. Um, AKA Spider-Man 2009. That's like the end of the 21st century. Has found himself stuck in the modern 616 era in the pages of Superior Spider-Man. Well, there's good news if you like the futuristic wall crawler. Writer Peter David and artist Will Sliney are teaming up to give Miguel his very own series. It's scheduled to arrive in July, and the first cover, as well as some sketches um, by Sliney, have been posted. So if you go to Comic Vine, uh, you should probably see this on the front page. But um, they have they have a nice little cover. I like the I like the outfit. It's kind of dope. Um, Sliney talked about the book and made a comparison to Captain America. I don't know why. Um, Miguel is now trapped in the pre- oh I, I know why now out of time. Miguel, yeah, <laughs> Miguel is now trapped in the present day Marvel universe. So straight away we have to deal with the fact that the greatest of Marvel traditions, we have a hero out of time. Marvel does do that a lot, but they always do it well. Yeah, they I like uh, they they do it well because of the fact that they're able to sense the out of time, like how it's so dis- detached from you know where it was. But they don't overdo it because that's always what happens yeah. with shit like that. It gets over the top. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to drawing that iconic costume in the surroundings of some of New York's gritty and textured looking neighborhoods. When asked what Spider-Man 2009, 2099 will call will call himself now that he'll be in the world with the original Spider-Man, Peter David replied, "How about S-Man?" I hope he's kidding. David David added the book. But do you kick really off. think he called himself Spider Man twenty ninety nine? No. <laughs> he called himself Spider Man. Um, David added the book will kick off with some someone trying to remove Miguel violently from the era, so obviously someone doesn't want him to be there. Um, it'll also address the people behind Spider Slayers uh, being sold to other countries and dive into the Spider Verse event. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Viners? Well, you're not Viners, so I don't. <laughs> what do you think, Geekers? I don't know. Um, so the fuck do you think? <laughs> I always, I always liked Spider Man 2099. I always thought it was real dope, and he had some cool fucking abilities too. Yeah. Like. Um, I'm just sick. I'm I'm just I'm stoked. I'm stoked, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. And uh, then I'm looking at I'm looking at the comments on the site. There's one that has a like a meme of Peter Griffin. His hair's all frizzed out. And it says, "I'm so fucking ready." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's pumped up. Yeah. I mean, I read the um, Superior Spider-Man title that where when he got pulled. What um, issue was it? Um. Damn. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Uh, but he got pulled uh, because there were um, there were rifts happened, and he got pulled into the present day, and uh, Superior Spider-Man fought him because you know Otto Octavius just is a dick. Yeah, and fights everyone. Um, and then uh, because oh, because he went back to kill, um, he went back to get rid of. A descendant of somebody in the future and figured that getting rid of him you know the whole adolf hitler paradox you yeah know, you go back kill him it's going to change everything but um otto octavius wanted to save him for something he wanted 
so it was or keep him safe because of something he wanted so they they fought and then he and then at the end of the series they didn't really do much with him they just showed him that he got a job and you know he's he's working closely to try to get close to that guy again but they just kind of left it with a wink wink you know he's here so and then that was like months ago so i was kind of like okay they're either going to bring him back big in a big way or he's going to get his own title and finally they did so i'm just i am curious to see how they're going to play him like how you know he definitely better not be s man i'm going to be so pissed can i can i mention one thing i'm i i have issue spirit spider-man issue 27 in front of me right now can i mention one thing the art in this book is very impressive i like i like how they drew this I've actually got into Superior Spider-Man as of late. Like I've been reading it, and I've been actually kind of, kind of interested in it. And they, the new Wolverine title that they have, the new, um, the new, uh, what do they call it? Well, the new relaunched Wolverine, Superior Spider-Man actually has a piece of why. Wolverine has gone and and gone and moved on to what he to what he's become, so it's very um, it's very much uh, interesting to see how he's he how Octavius is is manipulating and talking to people, you know, in the other universes or in the other in the like Avenger universe because Wolverine is cast out of the Avengers as well, and uh, so he's kind of said his truth but kind of manipulated in a way so yeah yeah it's it's been interesting oh, that looks cool oh issue 17 through 19 of superior spider-man ah. I, i'm really i'm interested in this book i think i might i think i might have a marvel read what <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> You know, sometimes sometimes Marvel does things right. Oh, okay. You know, and I guess I got to pay attention. That's yeah. what yeah. is what it is. Right, know. right, right. What are you gonna do? What are you yeah. gonna do? So, how's been? How's year one? How's uh, Batman Year One been working for you? Batman Year One. I don't or think I've read that one. The uh, what are you talking about? uh, the one that or what's it's not called Year One. Are you trying to are you trying to make fun of me and you're fucking up? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. The current Batman run where it's talking about his past. Oh, Because oh, <laughs> God forbid we don't have another origin. Yeah, I know. That's right. Thank God for that, because I have no idea who Batman is. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we need to know who he is in this new fifty two. <laughs> He's the same fucking dude. <laughs> they never change it. <laughs> DC DC rarely changes origins. If you really pay attention, oh, they'll yeah. modernize it, but it's never changed. Oh, like yeah. it's the same shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which I like, you know. But what I don't like is they have to keep telling it to me again. In case you forgot, here's yeah. another origin story. <laughs> oh, that's so that's so interesting. I never know. I never knew that he was scared of bats and that he chose the bat to overcome. Shut the Wow, his parents were killed when he was young? Whoa. Oh, shit. They went to a play? That's fucking crazy. Zor- Mask of Zor... Oh, was it? <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> All so right. tell me, hey, dude, did you, did you know that Superman came from Krypton? No shit. Wow, really? I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the technology news. Um... Probably would have been, would have 
what would have been the biggest coup on the str- streaming scene turned out to be the biggest letdown in the end. Just like sex. Um, <laughs> the Wall Street Journal reported on Thursday that Amazon was planning to launch a free streaming service, which would have been ad-supported. What does that mean? Well, it means that it would have offered both regular video content and music videos to all customers, not just Prime customers. The Journal reported that they would could have um, could be looking to release some Amazon's original content to the ad-supported service. Late Thursday night, Variety reported that the story was bogus. Quote, We're often experimenting with new new things, but we have no plans to offer a free streaming media service, Amazon said in an email. Uh, to be honest, I figured it was more than bogus. It, it wouldn't have made any financial sense or benefit Amazon in any way imaginable. Amazon already increased their prime customer, um, the price of their prime customers to $99 from the original $79 fee per year. While they claimed that the, ben- the um, fee benefits people that want two-day shipping, but the streaming content has been moved to the forefront of the benefit. Offering a free ad-supported version of the service would make people wonder why they're paying $99 a year for something they could get for free. Uh, some may even say that this will be a, a getaway to get uh, a gateway to get people to sign up for the service, but that's unlikely. As a non- prime customer of Amazon, it doesn't prove to be an advantage for me. I still, I can purchase something over 35 bucks and get free basic shipping, which would take about a week to get. Not to mention that I live in Los Angeles where Amazon has a deal with the USPS to give, give us Sunday delivery without any extra charge. To hear Amazon's official denial of the service could mean that somewhere before the price increase, they were talking about it but chose to cut the option. It is surprising that the Wall Street Journal would report something like this without any sort of confirmation. It will be interesting to see what kind of online buzz this will generate. And like like most online stories that are pretty much – that turn out to be duds, uh, nobody's reporting shit. Everybody, everybody. It's funny too because everybody went with they could be based off the same report. Everybody was going, oh, that Amazon could be offering free. And I was looking at all those stories like this. This doesn't make sense to me. And then there was one story. I think it was from The Verge that was like, no. Uh, they they finally did the um, update and said no. Uh, Variety got this email saying that they, it was all bogus that that's the thing is all bogus and the verge the verge does that though like the verge i love that site but they jump on some fucking some rumors dude yeah like, well all, actually all of them jumped on it the verge was the only one aside from variety that actually jumped on and said yeah it's bogus like oh update. my my yeah. bad i yeah. meant to say variety yeah. <laughs> and that said that made me sound real stupid yeah. but, uh, no uh, i meant variety yeah. variety is pretty dope but they they usually but they're that they're that kind of yeah. site yeah they're like they're they're the same they're the, they're along the same sites as like, oh my god these this like these have been pissing me off lately like well um, they uh, there's they, go ahead no, I'm sorry. I was I was trying to stop talking and I made another noise. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying this like sites like this like things like that bug me because like um over the weekend there was a um from some movie site and I, I wouldn't even say the name even if I did cuz I wouldn't want to give them any kind of promotion cuz that kind of shit pisses me off. Their headline was um Robert Downey Jr could be forced out of Iron Man. You, yeah, right. You go to the actual site itself. It's an interview with him, and then 
him just commenting on that someday he might end up being out because you know he's going to get old, and they're going to yeah, they're somebody. they're they're making a bullshit fucking tag so you yeah. can get people in. That's bull. That's stupid. And it, oh, that bugs me so much. Yeah, do do I do it sometimes? Yeah, I do it, but mostly I'm doing it just to be stupid, um, because the story itself is stupid. Yeah, not a flat out lie. Yeah, and you know, seeing that, and then seeing like you know how Chris Evans has reported a lot of times that yeah, when my yeah when my Marvel contract is done, I think I'm going to be looking into um, into directing. So everybody's like, oh, now he's trying to get out of his Marvel contract, or he's you know he's retiring. It's like the dude said he's going to try directing. That doesn't mean he's retiring. It's like Jesus, stop it with this. It's like oh my God, stop for trying to get hits. That's all you're doing. Yeah, it's just like, ugh. Like the, was it like those spam, uh, spam stories where they're like, they found that Malaysian um, aircraft, and you go there, it's just like a spam site. (laughs) See, but that's that's when it gets real dirty, and and you know who's real bad at this, especially right now when it comes with that uh, Malaysian plane, is fucking CNN's been doing it dirty, dude. Like they, they've been just like, oh, they found this and this and then you go to it and it's like but uh the, oh but it has nothing to do with the plane they yeah. just thought and i'm like what the fuck are you doing reporting about they it found a like, toothpick it's one thing to report about robert downey jr maybe not being in the avengers anymore or something but we're talking about a plane crash some people yeah. died it should like have some fucking taste yeah you know what i mean i, I that's just been the whole plane crash thing's been pissing me off the same thing and i'll go all the way back september 11th yeah like they did that shit dirty dude like i was like dude why just stop like yeah. you're making everyone upset yeah because the news don't care they have ratings just like every other fucking well, show it's also like it's also here i mean we'll I'll, I'll even go even more recent um the earthquakes we've had over here um like a week ago we had an earthquake that was out in encino so it shook my house pretty good um and i thought your brother said he didn't even feel it no 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 this was the one that we had at like five in the morning or five oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was but, on a uh, st patty's day yeah yeah st patty's yeah, day yeah, yeah. where i had, i i had woken up before that and then all of a sudden i felt like the bed start to move and i'm like what the fuck and then all of a sudden that was that like boom that like jolt like someone kicked the fucking side of the house and it was like whoa and then it faded out and it was like whoa that was weird but then the one that they had um two nights ago or or something like that i didn't even feel it but it was out in like la habra or whatever and they've had a, a lot of them since then but the fucking thing is is that you know my brother comes to my room and he goes hey he goes oh they said there might be a four shack i'm like who said that did the fucking people from caltech say that or did the news broadcaster say that and then it was like yeah it was the news broadcaster said that. i go yeah because that's all they do is they scare up fear and it's so like, you're sitting there staring at the television, yeah, waiting for more information, yeah, because it, and, and it could, yeah, it could, but it probably isn't. You made an excellent point because in every situation, there is always a source that will tell you the truth. Yeah. And if there's earthquake problems, I want to know from Caltech. Yeah. I don't care about anybody else. I don't care and about Caltech. Caltech will let you know. I remember when I was over there and there was a little, when I lived there, there was a little earthquake that scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> and um, it, the news was like talking about, oh, this might be the beginning of the big one. I was flipping out. I was like, what the fuck? And it was Steve. I think it was you. You were telling me, nah, don't even, like, calm down. They yeah. don't, they do this every fucking time. Yeah. And then I remember Caltech, someone from Caltech came on. And um, I guess that's like the, Caltech has the official, like, earthquake scientist or something. Yeah. I don't know. 
and they just said it's fine it's over now yeah. it was a little earthquake it's, you know like, it's possible it could be but every hour that it goes on it's not going to happen and uh and very seldom do you, do we ever get i mean you will more often than not the first shock, shock is and usually the the four shocks are usually close to even the point where you don't even feel them yeah so yeah but yeah so i actually found out a long time ago arizona has a lot of little micro earthquakes that no one ever feels yeah the one that we had the one that i the one that we had on saint patty's day <laughs> was it a fault nobody knew about is at the bottom of the santa monica mountains wonderful yeah i know now you have a new fault yeah i know it's like oh great well the one thing that i did learn and this is funny because god bless youtube my new tv has you know a youtube app so like after that i was like oh man because they kept talking about the 94 earthquake i was like oh man i gotta i gotta see that and of course youtube has like all this fucking 94 earthquake shit so i was watching it and this and there was one part where they were doing an interview with caltech and the 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 chick there that looks really weird the short cropped hair looks like she wants to be a guy um but she she they said they go is it true that you we cannot have a magnitude um nine or ten in the los angeles in the in the valley and she said yeah that's true because the the faults aren't long enough to create yeah. that kind of thing she goes the only one that can do that is the san andreas but that runs outside by palmdale she goes it'll affect us but we won't have that here which is always funny because they always say that in the news broadcast you know it's like oh it could reach up to like a you know if it reaches to a 10 in here <laughs> and it's just like going really because the scientists say no <laughs> yeah but the, the the news broadcast when they say it could it, you could yeah and i could be hit with a fucking meteorite tomorrow <laughs> you know it a lot of things could happen. Right. Are they probable? Maybe not. Scarlett you know? Johansson can come over and say, hey, I want to fuck you. That's probable, though. Yeah, well, yeah, it's more than likely, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, All right. wish. Yeah. All um, right. Well, let's, let's... Let's read my story? Yeah, let's go. Let's go on better, to the next one. <laughs> you better quit tripping. All right. <laughs> Because um, we need to so, hear we need to hear your story. Yes, the internet is all uh, the buzz right now about Facebook acquiring the in develop in, in development Oculus VR uh, platform for two billion dollars. Um, reactions from everywhere. Nice right? to have that kind of money to just right. Let me just write a check right quick. <laughs> you take a personal damn. check. I, got, I I don't have enough cash in my wallet. <laughs> I, I use to, my debit card. It's like, do you have change for five million? Because I don't. <laughs> Let me just use my debit card. Here we go. Shit. It wouldn't even be a credit card to that debit card. That's when you're rolling money. When you're using the debit card. <laughs> do you need me to um, my PIN number? <laughs> <laughs> Reaction, reactions from everywhere ranging from excitement to dread. And everyone is confused as to what all this will mean for the Oculus virtual headset. And some people are even wonder what the fuck Oculus is. <laughs> Just a quick, just in case. Um, Oculus is you probably everyone's probably seen it, but it's the the v, the virtual reality headset. Um, That's been it, around it, since like the fucking nineties. Well, the, this particular company, they're really making headway with it, and um, it's pretty cool because it, it goes over your eyes, obviously, immerses you in it, and when you turn your head and stuff, it turns the character and 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 stuff like that. So it's it's full immersion, and it's it's pretty dope. Um, so. So why Facebook wants it? I don't know. Um, they want to make your Facebook, uh, your Facebook experience. Be no, more they've been talking. Facebook came out with this fucking press release. They want to create a like you can meet people face to face without actually being there. 
like that kind of shit. That's creepy. Almost like almost like a video phone, but you're like you can be there. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, Mojang, however, uh, has made made their stance clear and has canceled plans for a Minecraft version on the platform. Uh, Mojang that found been cool. It would have been fucking cool. Mojang founder and Minecraft creator Marcus Notch Persons uh, didn't pull any punches when it came to his feelings about Facebook's new purchase, saying, We were in talks about maybe bringing a version of Minecraft to Oculus. I just canceled the deal. Facebook creeps me out. (laughs) Um, He elaborated further on his official blog, saying, I said that it it doesn't really fit the platform, person writes. Um, since it's very motion-based, runs on Java, that has a hard time delivering rock-solid 90 FPS, especially since the player player build the players build their own potentially huge, hugely complex levels, and relies a lot on uh, the GUI. Um, person suggested a slimmed down version of the game for Oculus, according to the post. He goes on, I definitely want to be a part of VR, but I will not work with Facebook, he writes. Their motives are too unclear and shifting, and they haven't historically been a stable platform. There's nothing about their history that makes me trust them, and that makes them seem creepy to me. And I did not I did not chip in ten grand to see the first in- investment round to build value value for a Facebook acquisition. Burn. The Facebook purchase, while it has some serious benefits for the Oculus team in the form of funding, may may do more damage than good. If big names like Mojang are backing out because of Facebook's involvement, it may be the beginning of the end. Either way, it's sad to see there won't be a Minecraft for this platform. So the problem is, is that Oculus... Oculus VR platform had a lot of potential to do other things. Like they were talking about medical fields, stuff like that. But it was predominantly a gaming uh, thing. Um, now that Facebook has acquired it, though, and they're putting that much ducats into it, it the, the, you, you know the whole fucking thing's going to change. Oh, yeah. It's going to be focused Imagine on... Imagine Farmville in that. <laughs> it's going to be focused on dumb shit. So, yeah. I mean, if they do something cool with social interaction, that's cool. I mean, that's important to the human condition no, and stuff. You, but You know, number one on their list is going to be Candy Crush with the VR. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, know what they just, do, you know what they all have to do right now? Let it go. Let, let it go. go. <laughs> Don't hold me back anymore. They just need to pull, whip their hair out and just strut. Right. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm waiting for for the vine of when she puts her hair down, and someone's gonna cut it with. I'm a boss ass bitch, bitch. You know, dude, there's so many vines that are like, I might do it, bitches. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I just I crack up with the whole. Um, Cause what what what? Um, o- the Oculus was crowdsourced, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it kind of which it makes it interesting. Cause what about the people that paid in? To get that shit well, that's going. That's what he said at the end. He chipped in ten grand. Yeah. And basically now he's pissed off because yeah. he doesn't want anything to do. He's always not liked Facebook. No. It's it, he he said a few things in the past. And he's not lying. Facebook's motives do change all the time. Oh yeah. And, and they are constantly having security issues and and, and Just uh watch the social network. I know. And privacy issues. Oh yeah. Like it, all the time. And and um not just always about that. Like he's 
the thing is, is Minecraft is huge, but it's still an indie company. It's run like an indie company. It's not yeah. run like a conglomerate. Yeah. You know, so he he has full control. He'd be like, "Fuck that shit, I'm out." Yeah, you know, next yeah, next year Zuckerberg's coming out. Yeah, now with our acquisition of Oculus, you're going to be able to really be immersed in your newsfeed. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna see your per- your friend's birthday come out at you. <laughs> you could Facebook stalk people in virtual reality. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but every I mean I can never take Oculus very seriously because I still remember Lawnmower Man. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am God here. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, as we do each and every week, we find a company, person, or entity that does something that simply reeks of douchebaggery and causes Adam to have almost a complete meltdown over there. Uh, and they become the Lazy Geeks Douchebag of the Week. Um, this this week's douchebag, I, I particularly take pride in because he has been an enemy of the video game industry for a long long time and if you've listened to our podcast going way way back you'll know who i'm talking about so if you've if you play or read about video games then you the name leland yi should sound familiar to you Bitch. <laughs> This is the guy that claimed in the wake of the Newtown shooting in 2013, quote, gamers have to just quiet down. Gamers have no credibility in this argument. This is all about their lust for violence and their industry's lust for money. This is a billion-dollar industry. This is about their self-interest. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Leland has been a crusader against the gaming industry, violent video games, since back in the early 2000s with the whole Grand Theft Auto San Andreas hot coffee thing. Uh, he is also a senator in the California legislature, or a legislator in the California legislature, and he's trying to get video games listed in the same as pornography, which was struck down by the Supreme Court in 2010. Uh, This douchebag was arrested on Wednesday in a federal corruption investigation that not only nabbed him, a notorious gangster known as Shrimp Boy, and two dozen other people that are considered alleged associates. Many of the charges against Yee committing wire fraud, bribery, but most importantly, quote, engaged in a conspiracy to deal firearms without a license and illegally import firearms, according to the LA Times. The Times is reporting that a prominent Californian political consultant who had been working to raise money for Yee's campaign told a a prospective donor, an undercover federal agent, that Yee had a contact who deals in arms trafficking. In exchange for campaign contributions, Lee would facilitate a meeting with the arms dealers so that the, uh, that the donor could buy a large number of weapons. The firearms would be imported through a port in Newark, Newark, New Jersey. At one meeting, the affidavit said Yee and the prospective donor discussed details of the specific types of weapons. It is a laughable situation for a guy that claimed to be the fighter for parents to get rid of of violent video games from children with actually funding criminals with weapons that could hurt or kill innocent children. This is why the quote I used above is a bit prophetic. Uh, Video game violence, which is labeled for older children but mindless parents purchase them anyway, is almost a cartoonish affair, but a man that deals with it in real life? There's a special place in hell for someone like that. Mm. You know what? 
I've, I've seen a lot of people too on the comments about this stuff and, and people go ah fucking dick you know all the gaming shit and there's always a couple people that go uh, this this stuff has nothing to do with gaming or blah, blah, blah. you know what and specifically it doesn't but what it does have something to do with it's credibility. Is, is credibility and being a fucking bullshit artist yeah. you're, you're complaining that people are more violent yet you are promoting violence by selling being a part of selling weapons yeah you know, and it, it literally, when I read it, at first I didn't laugh or make jokes. I just shook my head. I was like, this is the type of people that really ruin shit mm-hmm. for a community and for a society. Being, I hope they try him for fucking treason. Yeah. Fuck that dick. <laughs> they try everyone else for treason. Why not? Right, right. He's foreign. <laughs> he was foreign. Look, oh, shit. I'm just fucking around. Wow. But it's, it's, it just pisses me off because it's, it's, um, and not even not even they put the gaming stuff aside, you know you're you're in a position of power. People are supposed to trust you. Although I don't know anyone who trusts the American government anymore. Right. Um, and uh, and you fucking just abuse that power and make some money. It's pathetic. Oh yeah, and that and that was the thing. It was just like because I remember you know him just pushing and saying that you know the uh you know we're protecting the children and that's the thing is is i use the line of protecting the children you want to protect the children from this kind of um bloodlust and and what you're doing is you're selling out weapons for campaign contributions yep and it's just like really dude come on i mean the wire fraud and all that stuff is like yeah whatever everybody does that you just got caught but doing that it's just like uh hate that you are a bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Whatever, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for another edition of the Lazy Gigs Podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, <gasps> a peace out. Come on. What you, what you want? What you, what you want? This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.